church men and women are here to hear from you. Nobody, nobody, they didn't come for anybody. Fathers, our faces are different, so our challenges are destinies. Father, we ask this evening, from the time of early creation, we've been using bare mortals to fulfill your purpose or not. This evening, I ask God that you use me to speak your mind this evening. Father, I ask for God that I'm not qualified to meet the expectations of these men and women in the Therefore, I humble myself. I go down, I decrease so that you increase. This night, touch our lives. Empower us through your words so that we will go out and be gatekeepers for you in our generation. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How was your day? Like men are playing. We are in the last, I think this is the last Monday of July. All of us will reach the end of the year and beyond in Jesus' name. This evening, I want us to consider a topic entitled Social Capital. Social capital. You want to call it capital, no problem. Social capital. This is very relevant now because God is positioning and repositioning his people to act as gatekeepers in this wicked world we are the way evil is running with impunity. People will start thinking whether there is still God. There is still God and God is interested in using us to fulfill his purpose or not. Praise the Lord. What do I mean by social capital? Social capital. I define it as a network of relationships, network of relationships that enable effective performance or that brings network of relationships that brings benefits, that bring good things, that adds value, that gives hope that solves problems, that changes the status quo, that addresses issues that people will hear and say, ah, social capital. Network of relationships that enable effective functionality, that brings about robust and healthy results for mankind, for the people involved, for the society, and for the environment. 
Let's look at Luke chapter 16. Verse 1 to 8. That's, we will take that place to introduce um, this topic and then we go to a character in the Bible. That is where we will discuss extensively how social capital that she employed was able to elevate her from a down trading status to a height where God planned her to be. Let's, let's go together. And he said also unto his disciples, there was a certain rich man which had a steward, and he said was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. And he called him and said unto him, How is it that he had this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for that man's be no longer steward. Then the steward said within himself, what shall I do? For my Lord take it away from me is still washing. I cannot dig. To bed, I am ashamed. And I am resolved what to do. That when I am put out of the still washing, they may receive me into their houses. So he called every one of his lost debtors unto him and said, Unto the first, How much is that unto my Lord? And he said, An hundred. Measures of oil and said unto him, Take that bill and sit down with me and write 50. Verse 7 and 8. If you can't get it clear, read it for me. Then he said, He to another, And how much OS thou? And he said, A hundred measures of wheat. And he said unto him, Take that bill and write false come. Verse 8. And the Lord commended your just word because you have done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light. He was, this is not the character we're going to discuss, but I want to use it to introduce social character. It was our Lord Jesus Christ that brought this analysis of story, a parable, to describe how this steward was smart and he used it to say that the children of this generation, of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of land. Who are the children of land? What did this young man do? The young man found out that his job was threatened. People knew him as a big guy. He was having a big mandate. He was thrown out. He had no provisional fallback. So what did he do? He was in charge. Of course, what that was other accused him of found out that he wasn't faithful. But he looked into his future and found out that if this man keep me out, nothing will keep me going. I will be operationally afloat again. Then he came with a devilish strategy. What did he do? Bring how much are you going to order? 100,000, write it 50. It's me that will satisfy those who are owing. How much are you owing? Write 20,000, make it 5,000. That was how he canceled those people's debts. And Jesus said, Look at how this man, he was investing in social relationships. He was 
trying to build some friends that will suspect him when he will be out of job. And Christ said that if you know this guy was an unjust steward, but Christ brought out the positives in him. Now look at how this guy is smarter. He knew how to cultivate relationships. He knew how to plan for the future. Part of the problem with our generation, even Christians, is that we are careless about futuristic plans. That is why when you get believers in the seat of authority, they will mess up. Not because they don't, can't, can't preach well, not because they, 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 they are not there, but still, it's because they lack the relationship, the social capital, how to manage pressure, how to build a relationship, how to build goodwill with an office, how to do certain things that we give glory to God, empower your people, empower your friends, and bring glory to God. Now let's go to the main character of the Bible. Let's go to the book of Ruth. We're going to bring out about six ways that the social capital of Ruth helped her to survive. And we read just Luke chapter 2. Ruth chapter 2. Showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother in law since the death of thy husband, and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother, and the land of thy nativity, and hast come unto a people which thou knowest not heretofore. Now, let me give us a background. There was a certain man of Judah called Elimelech. The name of that wife was Naomi. And there was family. He had two sons, Naaman and Kilo. There was difficulty in that land. Just like people are moving to other places for greener pastures. Just like we left our villages to come to the city. They moved to the city of Moab and dwelt there for greener pastures. They were there, Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died. And not only that, the two sons, the two sons of, of Elimelech, also married in that land. Two women, one up and one roof. But after staying about 10 years there, those two young men died too, without having each surviving children. And while Ruth was in Moab, she had a new had news that things had changed to go back. And she called the two daughters in law, Upper and Ruth, and said, Look, young ladies, thank you for treating me fine. I want to start going back to my husband's place. Please go. You are still young. I cannot avoid you. Even if I marry and get other children, they will grow up. And reach uh, maturity to turn to produce. Just go and sort yourselves out. Upper left. She did the logical thing to leave. But Ruth clung onto her. 
chapter 1, verse 16 to 17. We are going to bring us on to Ruth 1, 16 to 17. Either I would say, if it me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee, for whither thou goest, I will go. And whither thou lodgest, I will lodge. That who shall be my God, and thy God my God. Verse 17. Where thou diest, will I die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more so, if aught but death part thee and me. What was the social capital? <laughs> Loyalty. Ruth resolved within herself that she will keep, even though she didn't see the future, even though things had turned around, even though it didn't make sense. But I will cling on to this woman when I could not part. For you to succeed in life, for you to receive recommendations of people, you never have. You see loyalty in you. If you like, becoming first in the class. They will recommend you. How do you treat your bosses in the office, in business? Even your friends, you can also be loyal to friends. Are you a fair weather person? Ruth, for Ruth, for Opa, she saw that. No, it has ended. And she was fine and Nobody would blame her. But Ruth said, wherever you go, you go here. Who will be my people? Where whatever I will cling with you, I will die with you, I will follow you. You will suffer alone. I will tell the story of when a passenger was in prison. There was one man that was visiting him, giving him basic necessities, helping him to survive. When Ambassador later became, he didn't know Ambassador would be president again. When Ambassador became president, he, made, he was one of the, was, was the most powerful man. He's an evil man, I won't call his name. And he made money, he was commanding ministers and governors. That was the, you may see him and jealous, and be jealous of him, that was the relationship. He built loyalty when, when there was no future. If you read the Bible very well, when David ran away and had his camp from his son, when his son had said, Absalom, organize a palace, there were people that, that come with him. To the extent that one of the days he said, oh, I wish I would drink water from wells of Jerusalem. Three young men. Before you go and fetch water, you have to kill the Philistines. The Wessies, the king David, needed to drink this water. We will do it with our lives. And they went over, powered the people that gathered water, fetched water, brought back to them. And then he said, You who did this thing, no, I won't drink this water. He said, Abroad, I'll pour it to God. And when David established his kingdom, he brought those people, and I will call them, I can't call them, and gave them sensitive position in defense. We must cultivate loyalty in friendship. The people in your office, wherever you go, in communities, wherever you serve, you must show that you cannot be by acting and expect somebody to reward you. 
That is why all these governors, that's why you may be thinking this man is a professor. He has his CV. He has run many countries. And uh, if you come and he will turn everywhere to good. If he doesn't trust their loyalty, he will give you power. Because power is too precious to be given to a stranger. Ruth was loyal. And it is a major social capital. Even in your church, in your community, in your office. How do you click to friends? Are you a fair weather person? Do you know tomorrow? I went to one man's office, a registrar of one university in the southeast. Many years back, he was no longer registered. Something was written boldly. He forgot to he said, ability is important, but loyalty is critical. For one woman, who was a powerful mother of a former governor of a state in the southeast, used to say that she didn't want 99% loyalty. She wanted 100%. Because that 1% that will remain, you can use it to kill her. And that's the kind of service God wants from us. The Lord will give us wisdom in the name of Jesus. So, Ruth, irrespective of the fact that she, if you read the Bible, the Moabites are not from the lineage of Abraham, lineage the people that had that blessing. So Ruth came from that background and got by marriage, she wanted to change her history. But circumstances worked against it. But she used loyalty to force herself back. You will see that in the course of our discussion. Two. at Ruth chapter 2 verse 5 and 6. Let's take another social capital. Luke chapter 2 5 and 6. 5 to 6. The Christ said unto his servant that was set over the reapers, whose damsel is this? Verse, and the servant that was set over the reapers answered and said, it is the Moabitish damsel that came back with Naomi out of the country of Rome. Now, what is the essence of this intro? The, when they came back, Ruth said, told the mother-in-law, let me go to the field and walk to earn something. And she, woman allowed her. She went, Boaz was a very wealthy man, he had farms. So he went to the farm to walk and came to him. And met the farm manager and said, Please, I want to walk, I want to go with something. The man said, Go ahead. And she came, she was walking from morning to evening, except a little time she rested. So when Puerce, the owner of the farm, came and said, Who stamps stamp everything? Then the farm manager said, Is this Moabite damsel that came back with Naomi? That she has been working since morning. She just rested small. The man was moved. Diligence in service, not eye service. Even when our guy was not there, even when you are not sure the report will be written. One Japanese proverb said, There is no level of lack that can withstand diligence. 
most you are diligent. You may not be a millionaire, but they go near my When people look at men's stories and glories, they will know, will know the, the history. We are in an era of multitasking. You can do many things to succeed, especially with internet digital age. You can be doing many things, even you have a paperless office and be surviving. Somebody cannot be messing about saying, I don't have a job, blah, blah. Can't you carry concrete? You'll be begging. So Ruth distinguished herself by diligence. She came into that land. Nobody knew her. She wanted to walk. She didn't cut corners or engage in sharp arts. She was working for money to the extent that the, the owner came and said, who, 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 who? And the farm manager gave a very good report. People will say, I call on what I'm giving because the way you walk, that's how you'll be sorted out. Diligence. One of the verses in the Bible that frightens me a lot is Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3 said, A little folding of hands, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to rest. So shall your poverty come like an out man. You know, when an out man comes, he wants to take something by force. That's how poverty will say. For instance, if you don't have money, and you want to do it, or your child is sick. We sick and they say, hey, this is a child that has no hypertension, no, I will go. It doesn't have no. Or school fees, or house rent. We have to be, let me tell you, there's something I found out from the present political class in Nigeria. I even do some wedding men, is that when they get to power, they use it to acquire words, not just to acquire words, they use it also to perpetuate themselves in power. Which means you can may not you cannot upstage them. So what you need is social capital. You need to employ some attitudes that can give you a gateway. Diligence is one of them. When you work hard, it will recommend you. For one of my professors in the in our magazine said, Make hard work your godfather. <laughs> and that hard work does not kill. That's why I call it social capital. Because it builds relationships, it generates influence, it gives you favor, it opens doors. People who don't people will be asking where you are from. Because you have a value that transcends all these private sentiments. The Lord will give us wisdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. In that 2 verse 13, let's look at verse 13. December 2 verse 13. Then she said, verse 13. She said, I will take her turn. Then she said, let me find favor in thy sight, my Lord. For thou that for thou that has comforted me, and for that, and for that. Thou hast spoken friendly unto thy. This uh, is this not King James? This time, thou dead. It's okay. Listen. For that, for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thy handmaid. 
Though I be not like unto one of the handmaids. Do, 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 you know, do you know what happens here? It was when Brass was talking to Esther. I was telling her that was love that it has been reported to me that how you followed your mother-in-law, how you comforted her. I came to the land that you don't have relations. Look at this was Ruth's answer. Say, let me find heaven, my Lord. For thou hast comforted me. For thou hast spoken friendly unto the handmaid. Though I be not like all one of the handmaids. There are words. Words are powerful. The way you talk can open doors or close doors. So Ruth employed moving words to break into the hand of the women that would help her. We must take up our words. Then the woman told the story of one of her daughters that was working on her. One of those that the woman called her for. I said, Who is that person calling me? Daddy, I need this money. I will not let you keep this phone. She said, Oh my God, this president is calling me. I'm telling you to keep your phone. I'm not ready to get any call. Then that the woman called the day. He said, Who is this person? Omar said, um, Daddy Omar. He said, Oh, Daddy, I'm sorry. Omar said, Don't daddy me. Is it how you talk to your big friends? The way you, you know, you even have phone etiquette. If you work in a customer service companies, they will train you on phone etiquette. Words are powerful. You must know how you talk to them. Even when you are, you are offended. And a classical example is. In Matthew chapter 24, where this woman, Gentile woman, that wanted Christ to heal her daughter, Christ said, No, did it? Please have mercy and say, No, I, don't, I didn't come for you. I came for the Lordship of Israel. The woman, the woman persisted, Please help me. Jesus said, I cannot give the children's bread to dogs. And the woman did something. She said, wet, wet are powerful. My friend said, my friend used to say it. God used this word to grant the world. He used the word to destroy it. The woman said, oh God Jesus, even the crumbs that fell from the, the children's table, the dogs can eat it. Christ told. I said, you have not seen this kind of faith. Even among even the, the Israelites. Social capital. Your words can bring you down or destroy you. So let's do how we use our words, even in extreme provocation. The way you count your letter in the office can open. For me, I'm sensitive. I'm very sensitive about words. I'm very sensitive about words. The way you even text message you send, even the emails you write, even what you write in the social media, people can use it to analyze your person. I always tell my students, don't just because you have phone, you press everything. The day an interview will come, they will do the details about your God. Words are powerful. Ruth, Ruth said that the way you've treated me, even though I am not qualified like one of your handmaids, she brought herself low. She used the word to 
energized in my time appreciating of the, the favor and also brought herself down. You know, when uh, an arrogant man talks, you know. But I was, I mean, uh, um, we wanted to interview somebody for one company that brought some of us to interview one young man. Sometimes, the young man was just saying, how much will they pay you? Well, when you tell me the price, I know I'm fake. You know I'm doing this job here. And what's your qualification? Well, I'm into engineering, I'm into uh, advertising. Blah, blah. The way the guy was just talking. When she he left, I told her we will not hire this person. Everyone said, no, this person, you can't control the person. Even at the interview level, even, you're supposed to even pretend. But it's true now. You do your living your not not time for 10 years. You do what? What's above? So believers, brothers and sisters, God wants to take us far. But as, as, as we talk now, there are no jobs. We lack jobs in Nigeria. As we talk, some people are looking for people to hire for specific responsibilities. They are looking for people that have those social values. People that can Top words, people that can relate to people that can not embarrass them or embarrass the company. Even as a businessman, the way you felt, even there are some people that the last time, the way they treated me when I went to the office, <laughs> I told them, well, I told them, no, they mean if we go to the When I come back here, I get my money, I want value for my money. When I come to your office, there was a time I get my mechanic from, you get me to some people to be doing trial, losing me. I suffer to get money, I come to you because I know you can do it. I don't want the job of uh, an apprentice. I want the job of work. If you don't have time, I look for somebody else. The way the man spoke made my heart. Because I was already led up to move. Words can, can hold people. That's why. Women are so, that's why all these people use fantastic words to wow women. Including a woman that is dead and is strong. Can use words to break into. Ruth used her words to break through a wedding man. Dwells. In, in verse 23 of chapter 2, let's take it so that we will run up. I don't like speaking. For a long time. Verse 22. I read verse 22. And Naomi said unto her daughter in law, It is good, my daughter, that thou goeth out with his madness, that they, that they meet not in any other field, that they meet not in any other field. Let's look at chapter 3, verse 10 and 11. That's the point I want to bring you. Chapter 3. Take time to read the book of Ruth. It's very small. As you, you see, verse 3, chapter 3, verse 1, 10 and 11. And he said, Blessed be thou of the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast shown more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning, inasmuch as thou followest not young men, whether rich or poor. Let me tell you, what, is, what are we thinking from here? The man, Duas, was also monitoring him. Ha! She wasn't, she kept away from young men. She kept away. Even Brass was said that anybody in this town knew that you were a virtuous woman. 
she was conscious of the relationship she kept. Social capital. Who are your friends? These things are very important, but we underestimate them. In that land, because she could have said, I'm working with young men, I'm free. It will have no opportunity. Because men are jealous. Brothers would have been, would have been pissed off. Yes, she worked hard. Yes, she was loyal to, to her mother-in-law. Yes, she had fine works. But moral life, she passed the test. There are people that can never be your friends. No matter you buy you say Lord, there are people that are, you know, talk about it, there are people you call brood of fighters. Who told you to escape from me? Yeah, you are just aware that you found out that those people are they, are, they can't move along. So you must be deliberate about the relationship you keep, the associations you belong, your children belong. He can make or marry you. He can withdraw recommendations from you. They can put you into trouble. They can dent your record. They can implicate you. She was conscious. That's why I call this social capital. Now let's look at 3 verse 14. So that we learn. 3 verse 14. Either. And she lay at his feet until the morning. And she rose up before one, one could know another. And he said, Let it not be known that a woman came into the flock. You know, when Noni found out that this lady was loyal, was uh, diligent, come to her, Noni also started planning for the future, for the welfare of, of Ruth. And no one knew that Boaz also from their lineage. They needed to perpetuate the name of the husband, the Limelech. He said, okay, dress very well. The man will be interested for this night. Don't go to him. Make sure when he was drunk, finish eating. Go and carry your cardigan. Just open his neck, put your head on top of him, sleep. When the man woke up, in the morning, I found out who was this. He said, "He's your daughter. Let me find favor before you. I'm, I'm looking for favor. I need future. I need security." The man said, "Wow, this girl has also touched my heart again." Then the man they put the message there. The man said, "Apart from the man, gave him something to go with." He said, "Leave." She left when nobody could know. Then the man said, Let it not be known. Because she needed to protect her integrity and the integrity of Brothers until they consummate the marriage process. Now, what's the social capital then? Keep your secret secret. If you don't want to protect it into confidence, you tell another person. Say, Don't tell another person. For me, there are certain things I don't tell my wife. Because, not because she's not my wife. That secret is not for her. Maybe in an office or, or social. And there are still things. No, I'm telling you the truth. Even in 
government, you have official secrets, classified information. If you, eh? if you declassify it, you can be, in fact, there's a law, official secret act. So, my brothers and sisters, you must, people must take it into confidence. If there's somebody cannot take it into confidence, you are finished. I tell no one now, somebody is, uh, somebody present to me into my account Please keep it to yourself. I'm just telling you because we are planning. But what we just tell you now, but that's why he's doing well. You know what? Somebody don't tell another person. This doesn't tell. <laughs> the Bible said that the secret of the Lord is with them that fears him. And he makes his covenant known. Why is it that God does not tell everyone something? Even in the book of Amos, surely the Lord does nothing without revealing to the servant the prophets. There are certain secrets, and it's only when God takes you into confidence that He can tell you mysteries. When God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and these guys, because they were possessed by spirit of homosexuality, they didn't know that they were signing their death warrant. Because anybody that is full of lust will not, anybody that is under the flesh can do anything about it. So don't. Tell your secret. God said, Can I do something without telling my servant everything? In this life, there must be, you must, something must happen that people will either take you into confidence or you tell me into confidence. Therefore, you should not avoid it. Keep it's a mega shocker. Some people are too flippant. Now, there's something I believe in God for. Maybe my daughter is. Uh, Lord of uh, she had this issue, and we are believing God. You go and start telling people that this woman that doesn't see her messes or whatever to just undermine, to just keep their mouth shut. There's a book on power, 14 laws of power. One of the laws said, Always say less than necessary. And the classic example is Abraham. When God said, Go and kill your son, uh, Isaac, you have waited for all these years. I will make you great. The man kept, he didn't take a wife. He didn't take Isaac. He didn't want Isaac has. He didn't say, okay, let me take it to God. No. Because that will rupture the process. There are secrets that are meant to be said, kept secrets. If Boaz found out that this girl out of excitement or youthful exuberance or to show off that she had arrived, she was dating the big man, the big man heard it, she would suck her. And it will rubbish every other man she had. Brethren, you must keep secrets. You must hold things in confidence. It's not that there was a story that was told that one man married a woman and he told the woman there's something he hung on top of the roof and said, this in here, never you bring it down. Anytime you bring this thing down, I'm finished. One of the days, the man provoked the woman. The woman said, hey, uh, I, will, I, will now, I will now destroy the woman who went there. Even when somebody is there, has offended you, that thing you have in confidence for him or her, don't reveal it. Because it is still work against the character. We are talking about social character. Things that can make kings, great men, to trust you, for you to move forward. Because they want their city secrets. Do you know why? That's why some governors or bishops, 
They have one head dish or one exercise. It's having there for eight, nine, ten years. Yes. You know the reason. You know that and they can't shoot. Only. It's like I can keep their secrets. And they keep rewarding them. They keep working and promoting. They have given the house. They build the house in the village. Give them money, okay? Take your wife to go and blow in America. They were doing this to maintain that relationship. Because those guys have not gone out of their secrets. There is no family that doesn't have some, something that is a little bit self. You want, don't want to put to you. So, how will we tell that this provider attempt slept with order in the field? It will be a major scandal. She kept it. The Lord will give us wisdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Lastly, so that we can pray. She was a woman of integrity. Because of these values she added, he moved her divine head pass to action. You need to help their divine head pass. You need to help them. Let me tell you, one of the ways the enemies can fight against you is to make you to offend their divine efforts by your carelessness, by your exuberance, by your carefree lifestyle. Then you understand, hey, this was, was our relation. Of course, uh, Noam started projecting a uh, roof to the man. It's a long story. But Boaz decided, she found, he found out that Ruth is also, or rather was also a woman of integrity. So he made sure that all the necessary cultural processes were followed, including the first person that is supposed to marry Ruth in the order. When the person said that well, I wasn't interested, then we showed up. And he made sure that people came and endorsed her. And when she came, people came and prayed for her and said a lot of things about Ruth. Look at, look at what the, the prayer they said for Ruth. After the marriage was consummated, in verse 4 verse 11, and all the people who were at the gate and then said, we are witnesses. The Lord made the woman who is coming to the house like Rachel and Leah, the two who built the house of Israel, and they will prosper in their prophet and be famous in Abraham, in Abraham. May your house be like the house of parents who come about your children. Because of offering, who the Lord will give you from this young woman. The whole city gathered and blessed. The Bible says, when a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be as deficit. There are certain characters, values that you have. Even the people that don't know you, even the people that hate you, they will say, for this job, he's someone that will do it to forget that you are one of them. Because what mattered most then was who will deliver, who have integrity, who will not put us into shame. She did it. And let me tell you how God rewarded her. God made a Moabite, who was not in the original plan of God, to be in the bloodline of Jesus. Ruth, blood, 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 Jesse was the father of David. And remember that David is the grand, grand, grandfather of our Lord Jesus Christ. You remember when one blind bear, bear saw Jesus. What did he use to move Jesus? He said, Jesus, thou son of heaven, have mercy of Jesus found. Because of covenant name, God put her into. Let me tell you, if you start pursuing money, you can't do enough Yahoo Yahoo or big contracts to reach that level now. But you, if God allowed you to build session capital, they will open doors for you that will take you up, that will make you to wine and dine 
with the power of our mind and we use it to act as a gatekeeper for God. This is the will of God for us. May God give us wisdom. May God give us understanding. May God open our eyes so that we will be gatekeepers for all in Jesus' name. God bless you.